0: Step into the realm of the paranormal on Till the Last Drop, a show that blends paranormal stories and events with a themed drink.
1: Welcome back to Till the Last Drop. This one, we're going to be a very, it's going to be a very empty episode. <laughs> empty yet familiar.
0: That that sounds like uh, you're really going to draw them in.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's perfect. It's like, here, everybody, well, everybody's always empty inside already, so, um. I mean, yeah. And dead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Be sure to bring out your inner emo kid in this one, and your uh, what was it? The scientist can study a black hole by examining an emo kid's heart. Oh, <laughs> that's sad. Uh, no, this one is actually a little more interesting than uh, the other ones. It's kind of, I guess, new paranormal as compared to what's been established already, like say aliens, bigfoot, zombies, and all that. This yeah. one is liminal space. Mm. So, uh, I don't know where to begin on this one. I, I guess <laughs> this is such an... It's a relatively newer concept that's been extremely popularized from uh, various internet sources, mainly because of... Uh, well, everybody by now has heard of Kane Pixels and, mm-hmm. like, the videos that he's been doing on the backrooms, rooms. And uh, although that that may not be, I don't know, the forefront of a liminal space, it does bring a little bit of vibes to that whole liminal space aesthetic that we've known. Um however, a liminal space is commonly a place of transition pertaining to the concept of liminality
0: mm-hmm.
1: or of nostalgic appeal. So in some cases, think of a place that you were any point in time in your life. Now Take away every bit of humanity from it. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly the people. That's the biggest part.
0: Life after people.
1: Yeah. And then just keep keep staring down that hallway where normally people would be walking back and forth. Whether it be the inside of a mall or maybe, I don't know, a, a, where else? A movie theater or a... Uh, a school. A school, you know. And then just kind of... Realize that you're the only person there Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: something isn't quite right. It seems as though this absence of people in a space made for multiple people seems like it might be overtaking you. (laughs) So.
0: I think there's so many examples of that now in our present day society. Um, I mean, you think about malls. Oh, yeah. Like malls were such a huge thing you know, in the 80s and 90s, and now the giant mall structures are all dying out. And, you know, we were at one just last weekend, and half the stores are closed and shuttered. Yeah. The food court has, like, maybe two weird jobs oh, yeah. for food yeah. in there. Um, And it just, especially since we can remember what those spaces were when they were filled with people. mm mm-hmm. To see them so empty and kind of forgotten, neglected, it's its eerie. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's that whole thing. Like, I think of one particular example that I'll go into a little bit later, um, but it just seems like anything post-pandemic, like 2020 was probably one of the biggest examples of what you could just go out in public and see a liminal space the
0: world was a liminal space, pretty much
1: i mean streets are closed there's no cars out at all i mean it's like it's like you're looking at like a movie
0: yeah where
1: like they've either closed the streets down or you're looking at like say 28 days later or something and there's like nothing and nobody around yeah so in some sense i guess it kind of Harkens back to like some of that zombie pandemic stuff, where there is like nobody around in like some of the rural areas until, or not rural, but like suburban and rural, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you find somebody like, but they're a zombie. But in this case, you don't find anybody ever.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was very surreal. Yeah. In the beginning, when things all shuttered and closed down, and to go out in public. Yeah, um, I remember one time because we I was in, in the apartment all the time, you know, so you had gotten home from work and I went out driving just to get out for a few minutes and I went to Walmart and it was only like nine thirty or ten o'clock at night and it was completely empty. Yeah. And that was one of the weirdest things because Walmart's never closed. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, they are now, yeah. but yeah, they're not 24 hours anymore. It would now, seem. maybe yeah. some places have brought it back up and not around here. I
0: don't know. Yeah, so, I haven't seen like there's very few places um, that are 24 hours anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, for instance, uh, Times Square during all that or uh, there's some ex- other examples like Venice canals and even mm-hmm. like maybe areas in Shanghai too, like during all of that where there's nothing going on.
0: I remember seeing so. pictures of like Vegas. Oh, yeah. And California, different areas in California where normally the streets would be packed with people. And it was just empty. Yeah. And it did. It looked like they're filming at some kind of um, apocalypse movie. It yeah. It was very, very strange.
1: Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things that kind of, it's, what is it like? How could we describe this? Nostalgic horror. Yeah. Is that something that would work? I mean, because a lot of times it's like you have these these fond memories of these places filled with people having fun and all that. And then all of a sudden it's just nothing. That's just sparse. Yeah. So it's almost as if the area itself has just died and you're looking at its ghost or you're looking at the shell or the husk of yeah. what it used to be. Because like what you're gave looking, it life is you, no longer there.
0: Right. You're looking at a space meant to be filled with people. Yeah. To be filled with life. And. That life is no longer there. Yeah. And while you know logically that there's a reason for that, those people didn't all just, you know, poof, gone. It still feels empty and devoid of life. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting concept.
1: Yeah. And in some cases, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily always like a creepy situation or a creepy, like, environment either i mean a liminal space in some sense could just mean like i guess that transition Mm -hmm. so i don't know personally speaking i mean like say a a closed wing of a or not a wing i guess a, a closed gate at an airport i mean that's not really creepy there's just nobody there because it's closed i mean you can look over to it and sure it's empty but like so what it's just not being used right so I mean, some cases like maybe the same thing, and then like a hospital. I mean, like maybe they're they just have an area closed for renovation or something.
0: I don't know why. So. To me, an empty hospital wing <laughs> feels inherently creepier well, than an empty I, I gate. Guess. Just but, because I know it could be something as simple as construction, but I'm like, why is it closed down? Yeah. Well, it, happened.
1: It, well, yeah. But at the <laughs> same time, it's like maybe it isn't really like devoid. Maybe there's just some ghost skulking around in there so
0: i think that's always a possibility yeah ghosts like to skulk yeah it's one they <laughs> do they just skulk about you that's a weird word <laughs> um yeah i think another good example is like hotel hallways oh yeah like whenever you're standing you know at the end of one and you just look down there's all of these doors that Potentially there's life behind them, but it's just empty. And they're always so oddly decorated. I don't know. Usually (laughs) the decor is slightly dated.
1: Yeah. I mean, even on some updated hotels, it still seems as though they're kind of
0: they have that hotel carpet.
1: Yeah. Even like
0: bougie ones have hotel carpet. (laughs) Bougie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They have hotel carpet though. And It just, it, it almost, uh, I can't think of the word I want, but it's like, it almost looks like the whole, you could see the end of it, I'm sure, but it almost feels like it could just keep going. Yeah. Like if you started walking down it, you just never would progress like the scene in Labyrinth.
1: Yeah. Or you, you get to the end and you turn and then it's just another long hallway and that just repeats (laughs) over and over and you just continuously go down to the end of the hall and you turn and it just continues on and there's no end to it.
0: Well, I mean, if it's a cube.
1: I, well, I mean, there could be a hotel out there that literally is set up like that. But I'm thinking of more like a large scale, like you can barely see like, the end of the hallway.
0: Almost like that that video, the tour of my home. Oh, yeah. That Japanese. I think it's Japanese. I don't know. I um, so. But yeah, where the person's like, this is my grandmother's room. Yeah. This was my mother's room. Here is the door. And they open the door. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, here is the hall of my ancestors. And then they open the door and they're like, oh, this is my room. This is my grandmother's room. This and it just keeps repeating. Yeah. That was really cool though. Well, that that video's neat.
1: And that one ju- but the thing is that one just continuously descends into it, more yeah. and more.
0: Everything gets so. more decayed or um twisted. Yeah. But it's still the same. It's meant to be the same, like two hallways, I think. Yeah. Or three or whatever. So it'd be like that where you would you would have to have it where like you turn. And you're at the same rooms that you were at the beginning. Yeah. So, like if you started at room one and you go to room 15 and then you turn and you're at room one again. Yeah. (laughs) Like PT.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Why did they not think
1: of PT? Yeah. Well, it's it's because uh, for some reason, somebody didn't want to continue doing that. It's not Kojima. It was uh, another company that we're not going to name names of.
0: Yeah. So.
1: But. Yeah, that it would was, have been
0: so good, though. Yeah. New Silent Hill.
1: Mm. Yeah. Anyway. So speaking of liminal spaces, that's one of <laughs> one of the many examples, Silent Hill. Um, oh, just, yeah. Just because, like, and there's a lot of things. Like, think about it. I don't really want to bring in a lot of video games into this one because.
0: Oh, but I have a good one after this.
1: Yeah. Well, we can do a couple. But, okay. like, technically speaking, like, a lot of early, say, PlayStation era like, or like, I guess PS1 era video games. It's like that draw distance is just so low that it kind of makes it a liminal area because you just visually can't see very far. <laughs> so, I mean, like, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Silent Hill could be a good example because you're like in a town that's empty and mm-hmm. it's just there's fog everywhere. So you can't really see too far. Even in some cases, I mean, you have to use a radio to. Yeah, but the know radio isn't
0: are. your friend because. Starts making noise. That means something's close to you that wants to kill you. Yeah. There's Silent Hill did such a good job of um, creating that insanely intense and creepy atmosphere. Yeah. They did a great job of creating a very a liminal <laughs> town, I guess.
1: Yeah, the transition town.
0: <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Well, because liminal spaces are commonly places of transition, so. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember enough about the whole backstory of Silent Hill, but I know that like part of it is at least what I've experienced of the story. Like part of it is, yeah, kind of transitioning for, um, people that lived in the town, I think. And then the, the main protagonist. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Um, another, one good one that I think demonstrates the whole, like, kind of liminal feel is Blackout Club.
1: Oh, yeah. Which, I haven't heard much about that one in a while.
0: No, I haven't played so. it in a long time. But I actually, well, you know, I started playing that one at the beginning when everything first closed <laughs> down during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So I think the the feel of it was even more intense because it was so reflective of what was actually going on. Um, but yeah, that one's interesting because the whole town, like you're a kid and you don't know what's going on, everything's just empty. The adults are weird, um, the ones that you can find, but you don't know why. Yeah, and so you have to creep through this empty town and go into houses that are supposed to have families that aren't there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, going back to that reference of hotels mm-hmm. and all that, it reminds me of that. At one point in time, I took a picture down the hallway in a hotel and the lights were out. So there, mm. there weren't any lights down this hallway. So I think that one is a, a good one. If I can find it, then I'll I might try to put it up on the on the site or something. But page. yeah, but it, it's interesting is like when you start to look for it, you can find a lot of spaces that could be considered liminal now. So I think that that's a little more interesting. For instance, we found a couple the other night that...
0: On the like, walk?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, even just anywhere. Like, we went over to Crumble. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, look, a little space. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, yeah, the whole, the back hallway. Yeah. That, like, leads yeah. to the restroom, I would assume. but. Yeah, yeah.
1: to the Crumble back rooms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Which maybe wouldn't be so bad to get <laughs> lost in.
1: The literal back rooms would of you? Crumble. Yeah. Aw. <laughs>
0: Like, would there just be Cookie Monster in the Crumble Backrooms? Yeah, he's the one pursuing you. <laughs> oh, um, I kind of want to go to the Crumble Backrooms.
1: Yeah, you just you just hear him like, nom, 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 nom. As he's, oh, as you're you hear it in the distance,
0: that's the only thing that you hear. <laughs> it's just dead quiet. You hear the buzz of the fluorescent lights, and then, nom, nom,
1: yeah, nom, and then, and then, like. <laughs> And then it goes silent and then you go into one of the dark sections and the next thing you hear is, see, yes, for cookie. And then that's it. Chomp. <laughs> you know. They're like, oh, no. <sighs> that's
0: Somebody's going to make that a game now you know this,
1: right? Well, I mean, at least if they credit us, that's all I ask for. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: credit and tag the podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, um, I
0: heard this when uh, I was listening to this podcast.
1: Yeah. If they want me to do a voice for the cookie monster, by all means, let me know. Uh, Um, there's also examples of say empty parking lots but that one I don't know that one doesn't really hit it for me I mean maybe a Walmart parking lot maybe I mean because I've seen a couple images here and there it's like an empty parking lot but it's covered in snow too like maybe there's one cart like in the middle it's like yeah I I get it but like those are more common on everyday life too I mean I'll drive past a parking lot and it's there's nothing in it it's like a big deal so,
0: I don't know. I guess, again, like I could see now it's more common, but for a long time it wasn't no. because places were open 24 hours. So, you yeah. know, you'd have, place, like I said, like maybe a Walmart parking lot in the before times. <laughs> the before. Times. Yeah. <laughs> B- yeah. BC, before COVID. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but. Like, you know, Walmarts were open 24 hours. So to see a completely empty Walmart parking lot, like I said, that was very shocking when I saw it. It was weird because it felt so wrong. Yeah. The lights were all out. There was a few parking lot lights on, but otherwise there was no life there. And this is Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) Like Walmart has always got people there. That's where you go at three in the morning when you like (laughs) need deodorant or what. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and now you can't do that. Yeah. So I could see how, uh, you know, certain ones, it could be weird. Again, it's more common now Yeah. to see them empty.
1: Well, and at the same time, like, there's another example in here. Um, the lighting section of hardware stores. What? <laughs> that one that one came up as like a, a somewhat example of liminality, I guess. It says oh. a bit of a description. It says like in contrast to spaces removed from their intended function, some places provide a redundant function or a function that is expected elsewhere. Lighting sections of stores are an example of this. They provide examples of how to light up a room, but the lighting samples provide no actuality to light up the room. Oh. So further, the many different lighting fixtures may also be giving off different colors of brightness of light which can be disturbing i suppose oh so it's maybe just because just because there's more light there's no more light
0: It's like here's your light <laughs> yeah to see these lights yeah that are emitting light yeah yeah but they're all emitting different light yeah in different ways
1: yeah so it's huh it's whatever
0: it's like light
1: yeah. There's also a couple of examples of non-physical liminal spaces. Oh. That's uh, something that we haven't really seen too much of.
0: Non-physical.
1: Yeah. I don't know if that would be so much of a space. It'd probably be non-physical liminality. Um, yeah. There's like a reference of, say, like divorce and job loss and moving to a oh, new place. Yeah. That's yeah. that's
0: a period of transition. Yeah. So it's like mental, emotional transition.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess you could say death would be another one in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> not depending, death depending not depend- death of you. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Death of um, like depending on what you think happens after you die. I, yeah, it could sure. be. I mean, I mean in, bo-
1: in both cases that could some be. Some people
0: it. believe that there's things that happen afterwards. So, uh, so, and
1: I mean that would be liminality. I mean so there's death, a transition like that uh, right, between
0: um, your your corporeal your living being or whatever to yeah. your whatever else you are after.
1: Yeah. What was the name of that uh Ugh, i don't remember it i don't know it basically would have been like the space in between um i can't think of it now
0: what is it sh-
1: it starts with a p it's like uh I, I can't remember it is it a movie no it's like oh. the place in between it's like um i i can't remember purgatory yeah yeah that could be it
0: oh it's yeah. just like
1: a purgatory i suppose I mean, because think about it, just floating in a white space or something with absolutely nothing. I mean, that's kind of liminal. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's transitional, but there's also like an absence of everything, too. But who knows?
0: Yeah.
1: um, Let's see what else here. Um, Do you want to go into an example of it within uh, media? Yeah. Okay. There's a
0: couple of those. All
1: right. Well, let's hit a quick break. And then we'll uh, go into that.
0: That sounds good.
1: The dead will rise so they can hear more content from Till the Last Drop. All right. Coming back to it. Uh Uh-huh. Might as well hit up on some of the media side. The first thing that I was going to make a reference to, and I'm just going to read a description because this was just far too, like, tantalizing <laughs> not to read. Uh-huh. All right, so it starts off. A blind girl, a teacher, a machine worker, a musician, a stoner, a mystery writer, a businessman, a mysterious English Englishman, and a raving psychopath in a business suit on a flight to Boston find themselves utterly alone when the rest of the passengers and all the crew vanish. Diverting the plane to Bangor, Maine, they discover that they seem to be the only people left on the planet. And that time, at that time, and the Langoliers are catching up with them all too quickly. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: So immediately, you know that this is Stephen King. Well. Because it's Bangor,
1: Maine. And it makes a direct reference in that to the Langoliers
0: well yeah but i meant like
1: yeah (laughs) um
0: no i mean like the fact that it like stephen king's universe is like here's bangor maine and this is everything that's horrible (laughs) that could ever happen happens to bangor yeah Mm. there's a couple he does a lot of stuff in nebraska too which is weird but
1: yeah actually now that i think about it Uh what was the other one uh
0: The Stand has somebody's... That was it. I think the ladies in Nebraska. But he also has certain short stories and stuff that reference Nebraska.
1: Yeah. I Um, was like, what was it? I was like, M O O N. that's Bill's gym or something like that. I don't...
0: That's... Yeah. That was from The
1: Stand. It was. Or at least like a representation of The Stand.
0: Yeah. That was from um, the Made for TV miniseries, which The Langoliers, wasn't it Made for TV?
1: I think it was. I think it was like a, a mini... Yeah. Considered a mini series, but. um, Wasn't it
0: like two? It was like
1: two parts, I think. Right. Um, Let's see. The first part was Sunday, May 14th, 1995. And then the next one was the following night, May 15th. That was a good year. So.
0: 95.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, No. (laughs) Some interesting stuff in there.
0: This is like Prime made for TV miniseries time though like so many good ones came out and this, a lot of
1: the stuff was stephen king yeah too.
0: i know but that's because dude has some really sick books yeah and you can't <laughs> squish that into like and a lot of description um and you can't squish that into one like one hour 30 minute two hour slot like it yeah. doesn't work if you tried to put the stand into you know one little two hour movie there would be too much important things lost but anyways yeah Back to the Langoliers.
1: Yeah, I mean, let me pull up a little bit of a (laughs) a little bit of some more information on here, because like other than that, the Langoliers, like, I don't know. When I first was thinking about liminality and all this kind of stuff and liminal spaces, that's one of the first kind of examples that I would think of, because not only does it take place in like somewhat of an airport setting, Mm -hmm. but it's also like there's no people there's nothing. Yeah. Um, it's
0: completely devoid.
1: Yeah. I want to think that once they get to that airport, they're kind of there for a bit. I don't think they actually go anywhere else. I mean, maybe. No. I don't, I don't remember if they go to the surrounding areas.
0: No, there's. I don't think there is a surround. They're just at the airport. I haven't seen it in a long time. We were supposed to yeah. watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't go out into the city. They try and figure out what's going on at the airport.
1: Yeah. Um, I remember that like they try to eat some of the food and it tastes like nothing or something like that or it, it's it's not like it's it's not stale. I don't remember if it was like all stale or They're
0: just real picky. Well,
1: it's like because it was outside of the time that it should have been. Right. Because like they were in between time frames.
0: Right. They were in the like the past time
1: Yeah, like Like they
0: had slipped out of time.
1: Yeah, like they were out. Yeah, they were outside of they were in a single moment. Yeah, that's where it should have been. They're inside. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of how this is like set up. It's like they're inside a single moment of time that everybody else has already left. Yeah. So they they were slipped out of time. Yeah, they were stagnant in that area. Um, I hate
0: to see people go stagnant.
1: Yeah. And uh, obviously these moments in time can't exist because that would be. I don't know, creating too much space in like, let's just say the universe or something. I don't know. I'm just kind of going off of whatever. I mean,
0: I don't think every single moment ever in time could exist all at once. Yeah. That, that would be too much. I mean, I know the universe is ever expanding, but like, I don't think it could hold everything that, well, I guess it does hold everything that's ever happened. It's just not all at the same time.
1: Yeah. So. And so basically it has to be gotten rid of. And that's where the Langoliers come in. Um, they look. I don't even know. Those like they're,
0: little. They look like critters from the critter, but like not fuzzy.
1: Like. But they're just. They're hungry meatballs. Basically. <laughs> with with like chainsaw teeth. Yeah. It's like they had like a, a, a try opening mouth from
0: at yeah. least the TV adaptation. I was so confused. I realized you meant three. And you're like try opening. And I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> no they, <laughs> it's not like they had a hard time opening their mouth right. to eat things no they, they had no, like i really mean three yeah, yeah. it
0: like opened into like three like loops yeah. or something like yeah swoops or whatever
1: at least that's the uh that's the depiction that we've got from our uh
0: from our made-to-TV TV. series, yeah. yeah I should have looked up how Stephen <laughs> King describes them. That would, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> that's like three pages of a description. Right. We're not doing it
0: <laughs> any justice. I, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, uh,
1: but. Um, but yeah, the the whole job is to like, eat that moment of time, and I'm I'm sure that's like a it's a continuous thing. It's like they're constantly oh. just eating like time moments <laughs> well, or something yeah, until they Yeah, they just clean up. So. Um, yeah. So just leaving a void behind and all that, because I remember that like I think one of the guys was eaten too, like the the businessman or something.
0: The so. the psychotic man in a suit.
1: Yeah, you're Bronson
0: Pinchot. <laughs> he ate yep. Balky. So sad.
1: So I know that was, that's like my main idea of what liminality comes to mind is just like that space in between where like these uh, really bad early. Or mid nineties CG meatballs are eating up things. And,
0: yeah, <laughs> meatballs. So apparently, it was based on a novella, which is um, it's one of his smaller stories. It's in one of his collections, for mm. Pets Midnight. Oh, and that's when it first came out. Released September twenty fourth of nineteen ninety. Hmm. I'll have to look mm. for that.
1: Yeah. I mean, thinking about it now, it's like now would actually be a pretty prime time to do a remake of that. Um, Not just because the technology is a little bit better and you could like depict these things a little bit easier, maybe a little more believable. But also (laughs) with like the the uprising of all the liminal spaces and all that kind of having its own niche and popularity and all that within the Internet.
0: Yeah. Here it it says um, in the plane, Bob. Theorizes that the Langoliers are the timekeepers of eternity, mm-hmm. and their purpose is to clean up what is left of the past by eating it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. So interesting stuff. Um, there's also, I guess, let's let's mention one of the games. Oh, okay. I guess.
0: So hold on, really quick. They're depicted in the novella. Um, as ravenous fur balls with no legs and three mandibles.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, meatballs, furry, hairy meatballs. Hairy meatballs.
0: <laughs> so I was yeah. right with critters. Yeah, they're supposed to be furry, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, that's it. They do again. It's another situation where they did a really good job of um, getting the the emptiness and the the unsettling feeling. Of yeah, being in a place that is supposed to have people in life and it's just not there. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, and that's the thing is like, say a section of an airport's closed down. It's not like you wouldn't be able to witness this in real life either. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember back when uh, flying like one of the one of the airports we went to, they had like one of the sides was just closed because they didn't have either any flights going into that or whatever. And I remember like a couple times walking over there and it's just like there's nothing. And it's, it's kind of weird to think about or weird to experience because it's like you see like different baggage claims and there's like there's nothing there. Like maybe they have like half light power. Right. Because it's not necessary to light the whole place, obviously, when nobody's there. Right. And, and you, it's just,
0: you always imagine airports because, again, that's one of those things where flights are constantly coming and going. Yeah. And so it's always got life. Yeah. So to see it so devoid of life is is weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And in in this case, it's like because you can even see like the areas where there's like they'd have like food or shops and all that kind of stuff. And they're just like closed. Mm -hmm. It's just like I think at that time it was just like a standard, like, like not really high security or anything over the the front of it. It was just like they looked like they could have been entered, but there's like (laughs) nothing there. Maybe maybe I guess I could say like like a a mall gate or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could, it was, it still looked like it was normal. So, but there's just nobody there. Yeah. (laughs) No sound either. As like, there wasn't really any, uh, I don't think they had background music or anything at the time.
0: I think that people tend to not realize how quiet it is when you're alone. When you're that alone. Oh, yeah. Like, you can hear all of the background noise, but also all of the things that you're familiar with, just life. There's a lot of noise that comes with life.
1: Well, that actually reminds me. It's like when I was working in like one of the stores, um, like either after hours or when it was like before time or doing stocking (laughs) or whatever
0: times. Well,
1: yeah, like doing stocking or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. there were a couple of times that like, I went up in the top in the back and I turned the music off because they always have like that background music playing. (laughs) And like, not only is it like more effective, I mean, because it was more effective when people were stalking, too, because, like, they'd either want to listen to their own music or, like, just a, just getting some of that, like, reprieve from the constant garbage music that's, like, pumped out from the corporate side of things. Yeah. Um, it was nice to actually have, like, silence Yeah, in there. And I suppose that that could also be, like, a liminal space in that sense, too, where, I mean, we're on off hours of the store. There's no music. There's no people. And then that's basically, like, you look down aisles, there's nothing except for product. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you already know that, too. There's nobody else there. Right. So. You hope. Well, yeah, <laughs> except for the noises of things that were moving that shouldn't have been moving, but that's a different story. That's for another episode.
0: I don't like those noises. <laughs> that's, like, the... the- bathroom light mm-hmm. turning itself off when nobody else was home
1: <laughs> yeah and that that had that little handprint on the mirror, mirror too I forgot about that yeah. yeah oh
0: there's something weird in our yeah. bathroom so
1: we're gonna have to revisit these topics in another episode yeah we'll talk about so. the
0: haunting of our bathroom <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it'll
0: be a whole thing yeah
1: there's a ghost in the toilet no, and something else
0: that's not a boo <laughs> that's poo <laughs> oh. anyways okay
1: all right, well, let's let's hit a short break here, and then we'll be back with uh, a little bit of info on the drink that we've got. Yeah. Until the last drop, we'd like to hear your stories, not have you become the story. So please drink responsibly. All right, so this time around we've done a little something that uh, seems to be reminiscent of liminal spaces or at least like one particular liminal space
0: we did a little something we shouldn't have done
1: yeah well (laughs) the the whole liminal space is something that shouldn't be done
0: yeah i mean
1: anyway um we decided to go off of something that took some familiar flavors and ended up making something that's very unsettling at the end of it
0: (laughs) that's what you want from your drink i mean
1: it's it's liminal I mean, uh it's familiar and yet unsettling because something's not right with it.
0: Yeah, that that accurately describes what we created. Yep.
1: So what we decided to do is like, let's let's dub the the banana back rooms. (laughs) Um, Uh So with that name in mind, uh, I'm sure thinking of the color scheme and uh, everything else that kind of describes it when you think of just a standard, just say take a standard picture of the back rooms and you think of that.
0: Yeah, the like and, muted yellow, browns. Yeah. and like Fluorescent lighting. Yeah,
1: in some areas there's like that mold and all that. <laughs> that we were seeing from like the cane pixels and all that.
0: Do we want to talk about mold? Well, in there's no... to our drink. No,
1: well there's no mold in the drink.
0: No, no. So...
1: Anyway, we started off with uh, a very familiar flavor. We yeah. took two bananas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, initially. The ninja. Yeah. Well, initially we were going to go with a banana liqueur, but it's like, you know what? Just straight banana. I mean, right there. Let's <laughs> do it.
0: Straight banana.
1: Yeah. A little, a little bit of milk just to kind of thin it down a little bit because, you yeah. know, it's banana. And it's <laughs> thick. Yep. It's so thick. Yeah. The
0: milk um, didn't help a lot. <laughs> no. It was still so thick. No. Um, but bananas, what you put in a smoothie or anything to make it well, thick. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like the thickener. Thicker. The thickening.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So other than the banana, we decided is like, well, what else is a nice uh, compliment to that? It's like, well, how about a little bit of... Chocolate Uh, chocolate vodka. vodka. I was like, "Yeah, bananas and chocolate. Okay, that works." Those are very familiar with that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then something else that everybody's usually familiar with is uh, coffee. Yeah,
0: coffee.
1: We took a bit of coffee liqueur and put that in there as well. And
0: no, I think it was the coffee vodka.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was was. the espresso vodka. The espresso one. Yeah. So maybe the liqueur might have been a little bit easier to use. Maybe I don't know.
0: I don't know. It already had vodka in it, so yeah. the vodka worked.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't terrible as far as the flavor combination we goes. We also
0: put some chocolate syrup in it.
1: Yes. The yeah. The syrup was along the sides to make no, that. No, we
0: put some in the mix, too. Oh,
1: well, yeah. You squirted well, some in
0: there while it was blending. Yeah.
1: That, well, that needed a, to change the color of it to make it look a little bit more like that uh, that backroom wallpaper. Yeah. So. And then we... the. did Side of the glass as well to make it look like the the mold that would be running down the sides
0: uh-huh.
1: in certain yeah. areas
0: and make it look pretty too.
1: Yeah, I mean, all in all, concept wise, good ideas. Um, <laughs> the overall, look pretty nice, but just like it would be as if you were Wait. flung into the black, the back rooms by uh, no clipping in some area,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was very. Misleading and uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. No, you floated milk on top too.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have which, been reminiscent of the lights that you see above,
0: which helped <laughs> some.
1: Well, it
0: was the thickest thing. Yeah, it was. Thick. You had to like slurp it out of the cup, like yeah. suck it out. It.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, that's that's part of it. It's like these are very familiar flavors, <laughs> very common. Like. Common to anybody who would know it. And then they're put in the most uncomfortable situation uh-huh. you could think of.
0: Yeah. Um, this is not a drink you would order in front of people.
1: No. Think of the <laughs> cement mixer. It seems like it could be reminiscent of something along those lines.
0: It was like a liquor smoothie.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: It didn't taste bad. No. It was weird. Yeah.
1: I think if it was not as thick it would have been a little bit easier <laughs> but then again i also think that if that was the case and it was more enjoyable it oh, may d- not be as uh as, as fitting for the uh, liminal spaces
0: right oh so. next time let's pick something that's not uncomfortable <laughs> yeah um it well. wasn't again it wasn't bad
1: yeah well good news is is as it sat for a bit that chocolate on the side kind of dissolved into it giving it a a more brown disturbing tone which could be seen as like the descent into multiple layers of the back rooms i suppose too
0: oh so this drink is layered yes Mm. there's lore behind it. oh yeah yeah no i i know when i saw it on the counter in the morning it looked gross well yeah and I'm pretty sure part of it separated, but not all of it. So it was like a weird state there.
1: Yeah. Where it's like the liquor separated from the banana itself.
0: But not completely.
1: Yeah.
0: Just kind of. <laughs> it wasn't. It, yeah. Mm. yeah. Again, wasn't bad. The milk mm. on top helped because it made it not as thick. Yeah. <laughs> but you had to like slurp. Does liquor from under the milk, I don't know, it was was, so weird. It
1: was an experience, to say the least. Oh, yeah. So if
0: anybody wants a (laughs) drinking experience.
1: Yeah, exact measurements on this one. There was really, there's two bananas. Mm -hmm. Probably about like, what was it? Uh, I don't know,
0: I poured liquor in.
1: Yeah, I think we did about a total of two ounces of the chocolate vodka, and then... Probably about half an ounce of the coffee, I think it was. Maybe so. I don't remember.
0: I put in extra of one of them oh, okay. at the end, yeah, because we needed it thinner. <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been the the coffee. Oh, uh, so. I don't remember. It was. <laughs> mm, we were just pouring liquor in.
1: Well, yeah. Into the Just old to try ninja, thin down those, <laughs> thin down those bananas.
0: <laughs> Make it less thick.
1: Well, maybe next time, chocolate liqueur—not chocolate liqueur, banana liqueur. Yeah, we'll have to be find better. some.
0: I, I think it's the flavors could work. Yeah. I also think if we use slightly more ripe bananas. Yeah. Or, not like banana bread bananas, yeah, but like.
1: Yeah, or if we cook them prior, that could help.
0: Too. Oh yeah, if you did like.
1: Like a. Yeah.
0: I was just thinking bourbon bananas, but well, then I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. you don't need bourbon in there, too. Yeah. Well,
1: think of like a flamboyant yeah, that. or Bananas Foster in that case. Right. That could have also been well adapted to a drink.
0: So. Let's well, see. Then we could have used like caramel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Either one would have worked.
0: Oh, ideas. We got lots of bananas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, but uh, this one, <laughs> in some sense, it wasn't meant to be enjoyable. It was meant to be familiar and yet disturbing. Yeah. And I like, think we nailed it on that one.
0: Yes. So, that would be how I would describe it. The familiar only, uh, and disturbing.
1: The only thing that could have made this better is if it was garnished with a meatball. What? In reference to the Langoliers.
0: Oh, like, <laughs> why a meatball? Yeah. Because so. it's disturbing. Like, oh, yeah. I don't want meatballs with my bananas.
1: <laughs> Meatball bananas. Yes. Uh, well, now we're starting to get into innuendos. So let's not do that <laughs> in this case. <laughs>
0: oh. Oh, my. Uh, I didn't. Yes. I didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Drink. Yeah. It was a drink.
1: It it went in a glass. Yes.
0: It It was kind of a drink.
1: Well, you had to drink it to consume it, so yes. I
0: mean, you kinda drank it. There you're wasn't like... any
1: chewing involved, at least. So.
0: <laughs> no, I made sure the banana was chopped up enough you yeah. didn't have to chew it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was hmm, it was thick. Yes. That's the appropriate word. It was thick. Yeah. <laughs> and again, not bad.
1: <laughs>
0: not something I would actively seek out.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't order it,
0: Mm-mm.
1: but it's probably one of those things that is just given to you. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you know, if you have some friends over and you don't really care what yeah. they think of you,
1: yeah. um, you could give them that. Yeah, got, got a little bit of this, got a little bit of that, got some extra bananas. Here, you wanted a drink, here you go. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I can say that the vodkas that we used separately are very good. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah. at least there's that.
0: It's the Van Gogh double espresso vodka and... I can't remember. It's like three seventy or something. 367 uh, No, I don't remember. No, I don't it's, know. It's uh, it's one that you had prior. Yeah, that like a Dutch chocolate one. Vodka. Yeah. I got it in Idaho. Yep. Yeah. So. But they're good. Yeah. They work well together. Yeah. Just not, not with bananas. With bananas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe poured over a banana. I don't know.
0: So you're just gonna eat the banana soaked in alcohol i mean i don't know i don't know uh, so yeah it's
1: it's it's best to walk away from this one (laughs) yeah i
0: think we're good with that i don't think we need to revisit this yeah ever
1: (laughs) but all in all i mean i guess we can kind of start moving towards the wrap-up of this Uh one
0: uh-huh (laughs) <laughs> so,
1: I mean, we went over, like, a couple interesting, like, references. I mean, like, the Langoliers, obviously. That was, uh-huh. a, that was a fun one. Uh, the Backrooms, that's... Everybody Everybody knows the Backrooms at this point in time.
0: Yeah, um, and if you don't, you should go to YouTube and check out King Pixels. Yeah,
1: he's got some good takes on it as well. There's also a lot of uh, interesting, I guess, like... A, uh, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, like, dif- different takes on it. Maybe, mm-hmm. like... People going over the different levels and all that stuff. I mean, it's yeah interesting to think how it, it's kinda of added on like the whole SCP kind of thing. Yeah. people it, are adding into it.
0: It feels very reminiscent of like the SCP thing.
1: Yeah. Just have to be careful because you never know if Scott Coffin may want to try to play <laughs> into the game. You know, he has everybody write his own content.
0: So. Mm. <laughs> Anywho,
1: let's uh-huh. uh let's just know. keep that one in the dark.
0: Oh so. but that's when they come and get you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um I think liminal spaces is an interesting idea. it's an interesting topic. It's something yeah. that yeah it's it's come to like the forefront recently more so, but it is something that we've all experienced
1: well yeah, it's kind of like that deja vu feeling yeah where you're in an area maybe let's say late at night and you're in an area like midnight or whatnot maybe it could be a park maybe it could be like. Uh, walking down the street and you see something that just like it feels like you've been there before and yet it's different because it's not either the same time frame or it's like empty or something like that it could be like
0: for right. instance, walking in a mall <clears throat> so or it's you know like like you said like a park where there's normally people yeah and you're there at night and there's nobody and yeah. so it feels off you know that it's not different you know that there's likely nothing nefarious about it but Just the fact that it's dark and it's empty makes it feel unsettling. Yeah. So So. we've all, I'm sure we've all experienced that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. So. So
0: That's an interesting idea, concept.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's good for this episode for now. Yeah. So if you haven't already... (laughs) Check us out at tillthelastdrop.com. We have a backlog of our episodes mm-hmm. in case you want to listen to one there. Uh, we also have like somewhat of a little shop set up too, in case for some reason you <laughs> you like the design of what we've done on on our logo and all that. We've got like a mug and maybe like a shirt or something. I think there's wall art too. I don't remember exactly. And you want to just
0: support, there. you know? Yeah. Your favorite podcast yeah. Or, yeah you know yeah. one yeah. of your favorite podcast you- <laughs> that's
1: the perfect title for this till the last drop in and in captions your favorite podcast yeah that's <laughs> what this is yeah. yeah of course i mean there's always like if you feel extra generous there's also just like a tip button up there too <laughs> you can always donate a tip if you feel like it it's not necessary but it's always something that's that's helpful for the, yeah. the production All that
0: would go towards production yeah. of the podcast
1: yeah um, of course, if you want to listen to us elsewhere, we're also on iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, all this too. It's like Wherever a lot of places. Wherever you listen
0: to your podcast, yeah. you should be able to find us. Yeah.
1: Um, And of course.
0: If you want to reach out. Yeah. You I can mean, find us on Facebook.
1: Yeah. We're the Facebook's messengers. We've got direct email through that website as well. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And if anybody has any ideas or suggestions that they would want to throw in, even if it's something that we may have already covered on one of our topics, feel free to go ahead and let us know. That way we can uh, potentially put it in there and get something covered for you. So with that being said, thank you for listening till the last drop.
0: Have a good one. Thank you for listening till the last drop. For more paranormal experiences served up with a themed drink, check us out wherever you listen to podcasts.